The Italian Wine Podcast presents The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine A new book for curious wine lovers Narrated in weekly installments Join us on our journey through Italian wine Hello and welcome to another installment of The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine Presented by the Italian Wine Podcast As always, my name is Joy Livingston, your narrator for this series. The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine is intended as a quick, light-hearted crash course on Italian wine. The material provides a great opportunity for serious wine scholars to refresh on the basics or to use as a reference. At the same time, we hope to bring new fans of Italian wine up to speed. If you're wondering how to get a copy of the book, the Kindle version is available on Amazon, and the paperback is available from PositivePress.net. We'll also send you a complimentary paperback copy if you donate any amount to the Italian Wine Podcast while supplies last. Find details at ItalianWinePodcast.com or on our social media channels. Our topic for this week is Southern Italy. So pour yourself a glass, sit back, relax, and enjoy this journey through Italian wine. Southern Italy and the Islands Southern Italy is composed of five mainland regions and two island regions, Molise, Campania, Puglia, Basilicata, Calabria, Sicily, and Sardinia. Although traditionally thought of as simply a powerhouse of wine production that provided rich alcoholic wines for blending in the north, these regions are actually home to exceptional and complex wines in a broad range of styles. Perhaps the most surprising of these are the age-worthy white wines of Greco, Fiano, and Etna Bianco, which are gaining increasing recognition on the global stage. Molise There is little historical information on the historical production of wine in Molise, and indeed it is a region often overlooked in the wine books. However, this tiny, mostly hilly region, the second smallest in the country after Valle d'Aosta in the north, is slowly carving out a name for itself on the Italian wine map, thanks to its native grape Tintilia. A red grape that used to be known for its blending capacity. Tintilia is perhaps now more famous due to the rise in popularity and quality of the regional Tintilia del Molise d'Oc. Don't let the small size of this area fool you, though. It is home to another three region-wide denominations, the most widely recognized being Molise d'Oc, as well as several smaller ones, including the original in the area Biferno d'Oc, awarded as early as 1983 that covers both red and white wines and is named after the main river in the region. Campania Campania has been a source of fine wines since the time of the ancient Romans, and many hectares of beautiful vineyards are found within its borders. The best examples of these are located at the foot of Mount Vesuvius, on the islands of Ischia and Capri, and close to the Sorrento Peninsula. Even during the winter, the climate here is mild, providing not only an ideal tourist destination, but also long-growing seasons for the grapes. The quality of its wines was recognized as early as 1966 with the awarding of the Ischia Doc. Now there are four DOCG, which include the well-known Greco di Tufo and Taurasi wines, and 20 Docs. As well as being home to Alianico, the red grape variety used in the Taurasi DOCG, 
You will also find Piedirosso in Campania, which is often blended with Alianico to help soften the tannins and produce easier drinking styles of wine. Whilst the white grape Greco might be best known from this region, Falangina and Fiano are both grown here too and produce exceptional wines in a range of styles. Puglia Grape growing in Puglia goes back as far as 2000 BC, earlier than the arrival of the Phoenician merchants, and even Horace was writing about how delicious the wines of Taranto were. There are large areas of flat land in Puglia making it perfect not only for vineyards but all sorts of other farming. The soils here are rich, but rainfall is limited and the blue skies and sunshine typical of the Mediterranean are found throughout the year. These perfect conditions mean that Puglia is responsible for around one-third of all wine production in Italy. Whilst Puglia is best known for red grape varieties such as Primitivo, Uva di Troia and Negro Amaro, you might be surprised to learn that many white grapes also thrive in these warm, dry conditions. In particular here you find Malvasia Bianca, Minutolo, Fiano and Bombino Bianco. These grapes characterize the local dock wines, among which Primitivo di Manduria Doc and the recent DOCG Primitivo di Manduria Dolce Naturale, and the wines of the Doc Salice Salentino can be counted, both of which have gained significant renown both in Italy and abroad. Basilicata Today Basilicata is mainly known for its red wine production, and wines such as Alianico del Vulture, for example, are always dry, and of especially high quality. In 1971, Alianico del Vulture obtained the region's first dock. This description, however, is a stark contrast to what historians wrote concerning this region in the 1620s. Back then, Basilicata was famed as producing sweet, fragrant, and golden wines. This is quite the turnaround. A region that is more than 80% hills and mountains, it is particularly suited to quality grape production, not least because of its varied soils. Like Campania, it is also home to an extinct volcano, the Vulture. Here grapes grow both in the foothills and up to 700 meters above sea level. This gives excellent opportunities for a shift between day and night temperature, a condition that increases complexity and flavor development in grapes and helps to maintain refreshing acidity in wines found in warmer regions. The most important area is in the province of Potenza, where the Alianico grape is grown and that also characterizes Basilicata's only DOCG area, Alianico del Vulture Superiore DOCG. Calabria Another of the truly ancient southern regions of grape production. The Greeks called the people of what is now Calabria Enotri for their care and skill in the cultivation of the vine and then, somewhat ironically, helped them improve growing methods. However, like Molise, it is a region that has often been overlooked by those both inside and outside of Italy. With almost half of the area covered in mountains, vines find new areas to grow here. And in stark contrast to a large area such as Puglia, Grapes in Calabria represent only 3% of farming production. 
Originally known for the production of high-alcohol, intensely colored wines that were used for blending, Calabria has slowly been changing its image, helped by an increased focus on Galliopo, the red grape that finds its home here and dominates in the Ciro d'Oc, as well as many of the other wines produced here. When not drinking wines made from Galliopo, you could encounter other red grapes such as Nerello Mascalese, Nerello Cappuccio, or Magliocco. In fact, red wines account for 80% of the production in Calabria. White wines are dominated by Greco Bianco, especially those likely to be imported from the region. These are found in dry styles, however, there is a dedicated denomination for these Greco di Bianco wines, which represents an interesting and delicious dessert wine. Sicily Historically, Sicily's most famous wine was Mamertino, a favorite of Julius Caesar. So this region has always gotten good press. Interestingly, it was a Brit who featured prominently in the success of wine from Sicily in the first part of modern history. In the 18th century, John Woodhouse, a merchant who used to send dry white wine of Marsala to England by fortifying it with alcohol to help it keep during the voyage, started modern-day Marsala wine production. This really put the island on the map in a period when the rest of Sicilian wine was mainly used for blending purposes. Sicily is such a large landmass that it is hard to characterize in a simple fashion. Each quarter is defined by different characteristics, from the sea breezes of areas that hug the coast to the altitude found in the Etna region, and then the large warm central areas. Let's not forget the volcanic Pantelleria and the Aeolian Islands. In fact, the main island is so large that the vineyard area is among the largest in Italy. Indeed, it's 15% larger than Puglia's. The only Sicilian DOCG is Serasuolo di Vittoria DOCG, made with a blend of Frappato and Nero d'Avola grapes, in an area close to the south coast. There is also a dock here called simply Vittoria Dock, which also includes white wines made mainly with the grape Insolia. Whilst Serasuola di Vittoria is the DOCG, most people actually know Sicily thanks to the rise in popularity of the wines from the Etna Dock. Found on the slopes surrounding the Etna volcano, these wines are defined by strong mineral characters and are produced both in red made from blending Nerello Mascalese and Nerello Cappuccio, and also white from primarily Caricante. The Faro Doc is also worth mentioning in the province of Messina. This was one of the first in Sicily and produces highly promising wines based on Nerello Mascalese, Nerello Cappuccio and Nocera. It is not just great dry wines that are found on this expansive island. Sicily is the home to many great sweet wines. Malvasia delle Lipari, produced from grapes Malvasia di Lipari and Corinto Nero. Moscato di Siracusa and Moscato di Notto from Moscato Bianco grapes. Moscato di Pantelleria from Zibibbo or Moscato di Alessandria and of course was first made famous by the fortified wines produced in the Marsala Doc. These are based on the white grapes Grillo, Catarato, and Ansonica, often locally referred to as Insolia, 
or for the production of ruby wines, for which producers use Pericone, Nero d'Avola, or even Nerello Mascalese. Sardinia The island of Sardinia has a long and varied history of wine, and its position in the Mediterranean has made it a target for many conquering forces. Whilst the Phoenicians led the interest in winemaking and grape-growing here, It was the fall of the Byzantine Empire that brought fame to the region. In modern history, the first dock, the Vernaccia di Oristano dock, was awarded in 1971. Yet despite this, for many years Sardinian wines were not particularly popular due to their reputation for being full-bodied but with little in the way of acidity and considerable alcohol. Fortunately, the last 30 years have seen great strides to improve quality and techniques, and now Sardinian wines are becoming increasingly popular and recognized around the world. In terms of wine, the island is not defined by its coastline, but actually by the hills and characteristic sand or granite soils that have significant impact on the styles of the wines. It can be very hot and windy here, with little rainfall, helping to produce concentrated wines. The most cultivated red grapes include Canonao, Monica, Carignano, Pascale, and Bovale, while Nuragus, Vermentino, and Malvasia di Sardegna are the main white grapes. The only DOCG is Vermentino di Galura. There are 18 docks, amongst them Vernaccia di Oristano doc, made of the native Vernaccia di Oristano grape. It is of great interest. This is a wine that can be aged for two years in barrels with a minimum alcoholic strength of 14%. And, as well as dry styles, there is also a fortified version, or licoroso style. It is increasingly becoming the must-try wine from Sardinia. Wines to try. Primitivo. One of Italy's top 10 planted red grape varieties, its popularity keeps growing. Its name comes from its early ripening habit. Indeed, it is often the first grape to be picked in Italy, with harvests beginning as early as August. Whilst it ripens unevenly, meaning some grapes become raisins whilst others remain green, it also accumulates sugar easily. Not an easy grape to decide when to pick. However, Perhaps the most famous wines are those of Primitivo di Manduria Doc. Tasting note. Deeply colored wines that tend to lose their color quickly as they age. Primitivo wines typically have appealing aromas of ripe red cherry, strawberry jam, and plums macerated in alcohol, which carry through on the creamy rich palate. High heady alcohol, upwards of 16%, is common although well integrated with the power of the aromas and flavors and often balanced by a pleasant herbal finish. Fiano Saved from oblivion, in 1945, Mastro Berardino's first varietal bottling, Fiano, is arguably one of Italy's greatest white grape varieties, particularly those from the Fiano di Avellino DOCG and the crew of Lapio. Like Alianico and many of the other grapes from the south, its affinity with volcanic soils is clear and gives a rich smoky character to some wines which match perfectly with its aromatic potential. 
Tasting note. The wine is pale yellow, though often with a green tinge. It can range from lean and mineral to rich and full-bodied, with notes of white blossoms, pear, green apple, and a pleasant hint of hazelnut. They can be remarkably age-worthy and, with time, can take on notes of beeswax and acacia honey, becoming creamier and even oily on the palate. Canonau, Sardinia's signature red grape. Canonau is identical to France's Grenache and Spain's Garnacha. In fact, this grape appears in many guises both across Italy and around the world. However, those worth hunting out to try include the Canonau di Sardegna Doc wines, especially those in the Cru area of Gersu, as well as in the interesting and unusual expression found as Colli del Trasimeno in Umbria and in Riviera Ligure di Ponente Doc Granaccia in Liguria. Tasting note. These wines are classically characterized by aromas of red berries, strawberry and raspberry, as well as floral and herbal notes. This is a very adaptive variety, however, and therefore examples across the country vary. For example, those made in Sardinia and Veneto tend to be fruitier and more intense than those made in Umbria. Thank you for listening to this installment of the Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine. We'll see you again next Thursday, and remember, the Kindle version of the book is available on Amazon, and the paperback is available from PositivePress.net. You can also get a complimentary paperback copy by donating any amount to the Italian Wine Podcast while supplies last. Find Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Our Twitter handle is Podcast. And check out at Mama Jumbo Shrimp on TikTok. This has been the Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, presented by the Italian Wine Podcast, an advanced listen to the Italian wine story. Join us next week as we continue our narrative journey.